0: Yo, what up, Sarah Kim? All right, uh, turbo thought. Uh, how to increase your cloud, and why does this uh, matter? So, some uh, some thoughts. Um, so, the first thought is, what does uh, cloud mean? So, I went on Wiktionary.org and looked up cloud, and I guess the origin actually means to to ball up to a mass. And nowadays, I think um, the word uh, clout is essentially synonymous with like, you know, kind of power, notoriety, fame, uh, influence. And, uh, you know, there's a a fun. uh, I don't know, is it a amigo song, but a uh, fun clout uh, music video. Just uh, search it up on YouTube anyways. So, you know, there's people who are like apparently cool, cool clout chasers, which is essentially just like prostituting yourself for more followers' likes and stuff like that. But anyways, so, you know, I'm just gonna talk some uh, ideas about how to... uh How to increase your clout, just in general, you know, with your photography, etc. So first and foremost, um, it's funny, like you know, when I you know teach workshops or you know meet people in person who know who I am and stuff like that. The first thing they actually tell me is, "Oh, I love your inst, um, I love your YouTube channel, I love your videos, right?" And apparently, there are actually studies and you know just kind of common sense dictates that we trust faces, human voices, more so than, you know, just, uh, text alone, um, and actually the funny thing is, you know, through my travels and stuff like that, I've actually even had people recognize me purely on my voice alone, which is pretty hilarious because I think I have a quite a generic, uh, Asian voice. I I don't think that my my voice is uh, too unique or whatever and so So I think actually uh, The first thought is uh, you know start a start a YouTube channel seems like a, a good idea so you know just if you have a Google account and you essentially already have a YouTube channel, just go to youtube.com upload and you start uploading videos uh, immediately. You could just even use the YouTube app on your phone, iPhone, Android, and just record videos directly from your um, iPhone. I'm currently recording this on um, GoPro Hero 10, the ultra wide mode, 1080p, 24 FPS. And actually, I think, uh, I actually think that getting a GoPro for YouTube or videos or vlogs, it's actually best, um, way better than the iPhone, iPhone Pro, uh, Micro Four Thirds, etc. because it's so small, it's compact. Also, one thing that I do is when I'm vlogging, um, I actually turn off and disable the, the lights and also the front facing LCD screen. So I'm actually able to speak better and think better and you know stream my ideas better. Um, than, you know, having all these uh, superfluous equipments. And ultimately, the smaller the device, the more robust it is, uh, the more you're gonna probably use it. Also, a big benefit of using a GoPro is, you know, now that uh, my son Seneca is about one year, seven months old, he loves it, he loves to shoot videos with it, he loves to throw it around and stuff like that. Uh, I find the GoPro is actually very, very underrated. I think everyone should get one, but anyways so um so that seems like a good idea um also start your own blog your own open source wordpress.org blog Uh, just use bluehost.com install wordpress.org and the biggest tip i have is when you're making a url or a domain name um best to just use your first and last name.com if not first and last name photo.com uh use.com don't use those other strange you know, suffixes, because uh, .com is essentially, essentially it's the standard and everyone sees it as legit and it's the easiest to remember. Um, and the reason why to use your first and last name is that it's probably your most valuable asset and it's probably something that's not gonna change in your lifetime, whereas if you do, you know, you make your website like, you know, darkdreamyimages.com or something cheesy like that it's uh it's not really gonna last um and also i think the thing that's actually important to uh note is you know it's funny because i actually started my youtube channel before even YouTube had ads and stuff like that. I just It was just like a fun place for me to throw my, my videos. Uh, big tip is don't try to monetize your, your videos. It's more important to get clout than money. And also it's just kind of nice too because like there's a period of time I think a lot of YouTubers were being uh, punished uh, by the algorithm. And then, you know, their subscriber penetration or viewability went down. For me, I, I, I could care less, like some of my videos just had one or two views because I do YouTube or make videos or vlogs mostly for autotelic reasons, which autotelic means doing it for the sake of, auto means self, pelos. Um And actually I find big benefit, the biggest benefit of vlogging my thoughts is as I'm thinking through an idea, as I'm as, uh, speaking through an idea, it actually helps me better Process the idea and think through it. So if I want to do a blog post or a newsletter or write an essay an article later It's uh, funner uh, And then, you know, I just think it's also just uh, plain fun um, And actually it's even funny because through my travels, I've actually discovered that When you're traveling to tell people that you're a youtuber or vlogger essentially it's kind of like the one of the greatest forms of a current um, cultural cultural clout which is hilarious and then everybody watches youtube right like if you look at the the top top you know 10 or 100 websites in the world number one's google and then number two is youtube and then since youtube is owned by google essentially uh, it's king right and uh and the funny thing is this is why i'm like anti-instagram anti-instagram and you know snapchat or Twitter, whatever, is that it doesn't matter how old or young you are everyone uses YouTube and every single country I've been to uses YouTube maybe besides um you know mainland China who uses youku.com which is their version uh I think everyone uses YouTube and will continue to use YouTube into the future and then also even one thing that I've noticed is that Uh, In terms of indexability and findability is a lot of my YouTube videos actually get indexed better than my blog posts and so sometimes I'll try to google my old blog posts and I can't find them but I'll actually find the YouTube video outlining it and a simple uh, way to think about it, you know, you make YouTube videos, um, try to write a mini essay or article within the description or text, ideally link it back to your your website, Uh, in the beginning of your videos, say your name where you're from, whatever, um, and also one, one thing that I think is really important to increase your uh, impact in your clout is start your own self-hosted email newsletter. So, um, one of the critical errors that I made early on in my photo entrepreneurial career is. I depend everything 100% on Facebook, so I accumulated like, you know, 80,000 plus, 100,000 plus whatever uh, likes on Facebook. And now, like, I post something and then 10 people might see it, right? So, the biggest problem about social media is that social media becomes an intermediary and they essentially control the pipelines and they could essentially control how much to open or close the valve now depending on how much uh, money you use to quote, quote, boost the, the post um and it's not evil or anything it's just it's just how these companies make money and it's uh that's a that's a fact um and so having your own self hosted newsletter and also the reason why i'm kind of like i had mailchimp and then i got off of it is a mailchimp.com i mean it's easy to set up but it's it's a it's too expensive um and b to set up and send an email, it's really slow with Mailchimp because there's so many steps. You try to add too many images and stuff. Um, I've actually found the easiest workflow for me personally with uh, email newsletters. I use iWriter, uh, the app on my iPhone or my iPad or my laptop, and I write it down in um, plain text Markdown and then I copy and paste the HTML. And then, um, so the email, self-hosted email uh, I use now is sendy.co. And setting it up is a huge pain in the ass, but the reward is like at least a 1,000x, so I, I think it's totally worth it. Um, you have more control, you have a, uh, it's, and it's I think it sends it through the Amazon SES, the email service, so it's, it's, it's legit as well um and yeah and that's copy and paste the html and then i'll attach like a pdf and sometimes i'll export the um the newsletter itself into a a pdf so because you know some people like to download the pdf and just read it later um and just the reason i also like plain text is that a plain text you know html whatever it loads way faster and also like this new- a fancy email newsletter from some company, or whatever, right? You know, all the images and stuff. But then when you get an email from your friend, you're checking your Gmail or whatever, it's just all plain text, right? And then maybe at most they might attach an image, right? Um, and so I've actually found that it feels more uh, personable. Um, and yeah, and as much as I hate email as a form of correspondence, most open form of communication, right? And also the benefit, and this is my strategy with email newsletters, like I aspire to send email newsletters that I I myself would like to receive. And so, be able to share some thoughts or terrible thoughts. If like, my thought is, if you share an idea, right? Even if the idea even if whatever you send, right, even if it sparks one interesting idea, is 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 totally worth it, right? And and also one thing I noticed about what Phil's Coffee does, right, like I think Phil's Coffee, right, like there's a, a logo on their cup or their wall or something that says tell a friend. And so still, telling your friends and word of mouth is the best. So like in the bottom of my email newsletters or emails, I'll be like, oh, you know, if this inspired you or sparked an interesting thought to you. Um, feel free to forward to a friend, um, include a link to the newsletter in the footer just in case people have multiple emails, want to re uh, or subscribe with a different email or just share it with your friends, and so word of mouth is, is quite good, um, and also the thing is with Cloud, right? The question is, would you rather have Elon Musk or Kanye read your newsletter? Or have like a trillion random people. Read it right, and so it's important. Like it's impossible to know. Like the ideal way to build cloud is you build cloud with other people who have cloud, right? That's a that's the that's the game, right? Um, but it's impossible to know who has cloud, who doesn't have cloud, etc. And so I guess the question is like don't sell yourself short like for example there's actually a lot of hollywood actors and producers and big name producers who actually follow me and um you know have done workshops with me have uh invested in my artwork and products and done one-on-ones and stuff like that and so and also big name corporations and stuff like that and big big head honchos in these big companies and so I almost think that the ideal strategy is assume as if the head honchos are actually reading your stuff. And so essentially don't dumb it down, right? Like make it as high impact and deep as possible, you know, what, what do you think, right? Um, So, you know, imagine as if you know, the, the CEOs or the C-level suite or the influencers at Apple are reading your stuff, Microsoft, um, you know, Leica, whatever, have you, so don't sell yourself short, put yourself on the it, it seems like a, a good idea, right? Um, also, I think one of the best ways to build cloud is to don't be afraid of pissing people off or alienating your audience because the biggest shortage we have right now is people who have balls, in my opinion. Um, and having the courage to to share what you really think, what's really on your mind without watering yourself down. And, and I think this is where like Nassim Taleb is very trustworthy to me because he himself will call out like, you know, he calls Saudi Arabia, Saudi barbaria. He calls out Hillary Clinton, Monsanto, etc. And a lot of people are afraid to call certain things or people out because they're afraid that they might be negatively impacted. Even, even for myself, right? Like, I think the, the most courageous things I think I personally actually have done is A, delete my Instagram. Um, and, no, the, the account that's currently active is actually, it's not me, I think it's a benevolent fan somewhere, um, and, and also, like, you know, you know, I have a Google talk, right, and, you know, I love Google, whatever, um, I don't plan on deleting my Google account anytime soon, um, but, you know, even openly blogging things which are anti google like you know i googled i i, I blogged like google is spam and i'm very critical of a lot of things that google does and so don't censor yourself because you're afraid that you're going to be low-key punished for it um and you know also like uh, deleting my instagram right maybe i did take um some sort of a low-key uh, hit take some sort of low-key hit financially maybe but i think in the long term the the genuineness of my clout or my my truthiness or what i really believe in um far outweighs the the small monetary ones and actually i think this is the big issue is that like clout is actually more important than money because once you get clout it's actually very easy to make money right like you you know, you could teach workshops, you could sell your services, you could consult, you could sell products, whatever, uh, and charge a premium for it. Whereas, like, and actually I think that's the whole notion of quote-quote selling out. Selling out is, is not making money from what you do. Selling out is doing what is contrary to what you believe in for the sake of money. So for example, um you know like oh another thing that I did very very proud of too was you know you know even though you know like saying what I really think about certain cameras or camera companies and stuff like that without fear of Losing like, you know a good face and stuff like that, right? Um, you know like for example making the the video like why I never plan on ever buying a new digital like a camera again uh, or Whatever um, And so Also, I think okay, and this is also another big thing. This is the funny thing. I think people what they try to do is, they seek to gain more clout, influence, followers, subscribers, whatever, in order to get subscri- um, to get sponsored and to get free stuff or whatever, make money off of it. But actually, it's it's hugely ironic because once you are sponsored, you actually lose your clout because, like for example, you know let's say you're some sort of extreme athlete, right? Once you're sponsored by Red Bull, or Monster, or whatever, right? And then somebody asks the interview question, "Is like, oh, is sugar or caffeine okay for kids or whatever, right? Do you think they're gonna tell their real opinion? No, you're, you're afraid of losing your good ties with your sponsor, so that's, that's not good. Um, or, you know, also this is why I never trust anyone who has a certain opinion or influence who has ads or advertisements on their website, blog, videos, podcasts, whatever. So like for example, um, let's say Blogger X is sponsored by camera company Y, right? Then when they write camera reviews or recommendations for cameras, really give them 100% true 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 feedback or trust in what they say because they're low-key incentivized by these things and this is why you know just google it or watch my youtube video on like uh, why you can't trust any photography bloggers or influencers including Eric Kim because everyone has a low-key hidden incentive and this is actually why maybe I Eric Kim are more trustworthy when it comes to like me fitness and working out and powerlifting, whatever, because like I don't make money off of it and it's not really my segment. So whatever I say, it might be wrong, but at least it's truthful and honest in terms of uh, what I personally believe in. Um, So don't self-censor yourself seems to be a good one. important thing is Don't chase trends Just focus on yourself um, I believe in the idea of like creative isolation or creative solution um, seclusion and just write or share or create what you really really believe in so I personally have much more influence from reading philosophers or dead philosophers or the iliad really 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 old school ancient stuff um, reading ancient etymology um ancient greek or proto-indo-european so 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 much more than um you know anything modern and trendy so actually if you want to have more influence and clout actually the best thing is via negativa is you know figuring out what to cut out so don't watch netflix don't watch youtube don't use Instagram, don't use Facebook, um, don't use any media sources. And also a pro tip is don't subscribe to any streaming services like I don't have a Spotify, I don't have a Netflix, I don't have a Amazon Prime whatevers um, And if you're gonna watch a movie, either watch it in person and pay the pay the pay the money or you know buy it from the Apple TV. Platform And the only movies that have really inspired or influenced me is probably like the original Matrix, the movie 300, and maybe John Wick and that's pretty much it. And so, if you want to maximize your impact and your cloud and your influence, reduce your sources of inspiration and focus on sources of inspiration which are kind of, I guess, older. And also know too that... um, it doesn't have to be super, like, highbrow or anything. Like, I've probably found much more inspiration thinking about child rearing from the movie 300 or even the movie Ninja Assassin with B, um, with the Rain right the K-pop singer, um, than I have from, like, quote, quote, serious films. And this is my thought is, I don't really trust these, like, super woke, serious, you know, emo, artsy filmmakers, because they all tend to have tormented souls, and they just like, and then them making the film is like a self catharsis for them, which is okay, but the, the downside of that is that the vibes it gets off is very depressing and toxic, and so when you as a viewer watch it, you feel more miserable after the fact. And this is a simple thing, with media, audio, podcast, video, vlogs, blogs, books, articles, like think about physiologically after you consume the thing read the thing watch the thing experience the thing like how do you feel afterwards do you feel do you feel uplifted and hyped or do you feel more depressed and uh, pacified Uh Or dismotivational like watching Eddie Hall deadlift over 500 pounds or watching Ronnie Coleman saying that lightweight baby is actually quite motivational but if you see other people on social media or on the internet who are way buffer or more famous or cloutful than you then and it depresses you or it makes you feel envious or jealous then that's probably uh, uh, not a good thing so I would recommend you to uh to cut that out and just always think to yourself, too, is that like... It's much superior to have a large clout with a smaller group of people than a mild or even above average influence with a huge group. So I always think this to myself, right? Like, would you rather have the elite Spartan 300s willing to die for you and your country, or would you rather have a million Persian slave um, hired soldiers who are essentially like zerglings, who could, you know, are are dispensable. So I guess that's the analogy. Right? It's like, would you rather have a million zerglings, or would you rather have like 300 archons, or dark archons, or whatever, whatever StarCraft analogy you want to do? But um, but anyways, uh, and think think long term, right? Like for me, my clout building has been over a decade now. I'm uh. As of doing this video, I'm 34 years old. I'm born in 1988. I started my YouTube shenanigans and my blog, I think in 2010, 2011. And I'm still going strong.